It is indeed a pleasure to have this privilege to play here for you. We, we intend to give you a very fine program, so just settle back, relax, and enjoy the moment. 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 Hey, welcome back to Miked Up, an unapologetic activist podcast from the Charleston Activist Network. I'm your host, Mika Gadsden. And on this mini episode, you're going to go along with me and my friends on a walk along the Gadsden Creek, a creek that runs right across or alongside of Haygood Avenue in downtown Charleston. You know, so what I would say is any community that is that is dependent on the natural world in whatever capacity, whether it be to harvest animals, to, to farm, to fish, to have a lumber yard that, that supports your family and the lumber yard is powered by the tidal influx and outflow of the water. Right. When, you, when you erect a, a physical or a kind of systemic wall between that community and that resource, that natural resource that belongs to us all, I mean, it is a, a, an extraction of freedom. I mean, you are literally separating a, a community from the very thing that is the lifeblood, mm-hmm. economically, socially, culturally, spiritually, mm-hmm. all these different aspects. So the act of placing fill into this resource that belonged to not just the public at large, but was utilized and was dependent on by, by this community, it was a, a blatant example of quite literally just cutting this community off from this lifeblood mm-hmm. and 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 doing so passively saying you know, we are this is a you know this is a an indirect way of of reducing your freedom because freedom comes when we can feed ourselves when environmental racism ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. and and so the thing that gets at me is that you look at the creek this is a fully functioning tidal system it provides tremendous natural drainage features it provides habitat for essential aquatic species both flora and fauna Mm -hmm. and this is very much alive and the city is a a responsible party for ensuring that the most appropriate thing happens with this resource they're the landowner they own the land here they own the land all around here they're the majority landowner and so the act of even requesting to fill what remains of Gadsden Creek is kind of the final nail in the coffin mm-hmm. to quite literally say, okay, there's still a, a subtle connection that this community and our, you know, our area has to the natural world, but we're going to make sure that, you know, we, we completely chop it off. Wow. And wow. I mean, there's nothing in my mind more disrespectful than erecting a barrier to freedom that is a literal barrier of trash, which is exactly what they did right. from 1956 to 1968. And it wasn't until Army Corps of Engineers urged the Department of Justice to actually say, look, what they're doing is illegal. And it's illegal per this 1899 uh, statute that says it's illegal to dump. Harbors and rivers exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been doing your homework. Hey, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just... And, and then you add on top of the layer there, which is that people say, well, right, you look at what's happening in West Ashley, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of uproar. Mm-hmm. And and this is my theory, so take it all with a grain of salt, but there's a lot of uproar, there's a lot of individuals who I believe have a sense of standing, where they're like, I can speak up against right. the city, I can speak up because I own this property, or I right. own my land. This is my real estate, right? Private property rights, etc. Mm-hmm. So there's this big uproar. 
what is being proposed here is orders of magnitude worse in terms of what's being proposed to Gadsden Creek mm -hmm. compared to like the, the lack of, of management of, of uh, Church Creek over in West Ashley and such. But where is the outrage? You know, where is the uproar? And I, I believe it comes down to this fact that if the city essentially got away with altering this natural landscape to the extent that they did from 1956 to 1968 mm -hmm. at perhaps the you know the the um, the in the face of potential opposition from the community and if they if the community saw that that happened and they had no choice over it then of course they're not going to like speak like why are they going to speak up now like they they couldn't make it a, a dent in the city's insistence on doing this in 50s and 60s and so there's this systemic kind of um like i don't know yeah i, I don't no. even know what you call it but but it's like I, it's, I just think that you so as far as i'm Right now, I'm I'm parked near Haygood Avenue, and um, I'm able to see Harmon Field in the distance, and the other um, soccer fields, and I can I can almost make out Burke High School from where I'm situated. I'm seeing families, predominantly Black families, who live here at the at the um, low income housing project that is directly across from Gadsden Creek. It just makes me think about the enormous history that used to live here. The um, the scores and scores of black families who used to thrive here and actually fed their families and uh, played and frolicked in the Gazan Creek, a creek that's now been reduced to about four acres. It wasn't until a, a friend of mine brought this issue to my attention that I even became aware of the Gazan Creek. I don't think I knew it existed even though I've been in this area for a significant period of time and that my father is, has lived and worked in this area, um, we're really going to shed a light on this city's hand in displacing folks and how racism was explicitly a part of the, the plan. For those who have parents who used to live uh, near Gadsden Green, or Back to Green as it's called, a lot of people can remember the landfill that used to be here. That's right. The, the city actually created a landfill here intentionally to destroy this property, destroy this region, and to turn it into a slum that they could later capitalize from. You know, a lot of people who are from this area have so many stories from Back to Green. There are so many names that I want to uh, uncover and, and evoke. And I hope that you'll join me on this journey. So until then... Stay tuned. If you want to know more, please check out the information or my contact information that's in the show notes. Take care, everyone.